Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. Great to see everybody here today. Uh, if you know- What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Oh, man, I'm a little bit under the weather. So forgive me if you hear a cough, if you hear a sneeze. If you hear me a little bit out of energy, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I just don't feel uh, good today. Same thing that's been happening all week. But anyhow, still try to keep my energy up. And I tell you one thing, however, there's one way that always gets my energy up. You guys, this morning I felt like crap. And just talking to you guys, it's like talking to issues kind of gave me energy. Of course, when I was done, it was like, but uh I'm prepared I, 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 <clears throat> so that I don't have to do all that much talking. There are two cuts that I got. Well, one cut that I brought in from the show this morning. I tried to clean it up some, didn't get a chance to do so. Because again, the AI tool that I use while it was doing the translation, not translation, but uh, eating all the stuff to turn it into words, it crapped out on me. So I'm a little bit behind there. Yes, Eric, vitamin C. I've been dosing on the vitamin C as well. And also a lot of lime juice with honey. So I'm trying. Uh, yes, we are going to be doing Ask Egberto Anything this weekend. Bruce, I'm not going to be doing the um, the town hall. Uh, I'll tell you sort of behind the scenes why I decided not to go or not to, you know, uh, you, 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 we, we'll talk. Um, let's see. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. I need to get that link uh, for the Ask Egberto Anything which I am going to do right this minute so that I don't forget. I don't want to forget the stuff from my peeps. So here we go. Ask Egberto. Para ver, para ver, para ver. Here is the Ask Egberto link. Please sign up. It's free. And, uh, you know, we should be okay. I won't vomit. I promise you that. Uh, Bridge MCP. I promise you that. Okay. Let's get busy. I put the link in there. Uh, Melanie Keelan, let's salute everybody. Michael Rutten, welcome aboard. Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain, welcome aboard. I'm going to try that ginger lemongrass tea time as well. I don't think I have, I think I have ginger powder. I'm not sure. I got to look, look for that. Thank you, beautiful. Uh, who else we have in the house? Eric Hayes is in the house. Uh, we also have uh, Lee Grant. Thank you for being here, Lee Grant. Bruce Pollard, of course. Tom C. is here with us. Alistair Waters is here with us. Thank you for being there in the morning as well, Alistair, uh, which means you're going to hear some of the stuff that we spoke about uh, this morning as well. Uh, who else is in the house? Paul Fleming Seymour. Thank you so kindly for being here. Uh, did I miss anybody? Did I miss anybody? If I missed you, please throw your name in the in the list again so that I can salute you. You know, I love to do that. Yes, Tom, I'll drink a lot of water. Um, okay, let's go ahead and get busy. Rudnan has one that he still wants to start with. NBC News House votes to expel indicted Representative George Santos from Congress. The New York Republican is now just the third lawmaker since the Civil War to be expelled and also the first Republican. Uh, Santos began losing significant support just before Thanksgiving after the bipartisan House Ethics Committee issued a damning 56-page report detailing allegations that he had uh, deceived his donors. Fled false, uh, filed false campaign statements and used campaign money to fund his lavish lifestyle. Third time's the charm. Seeing the coverage today feels like if you want to remain in Congress, you can't defraud the big money donors. And you can't complain in an hour's long rant that your colleagues are corrupt. So Santos got his badge of honor. And now he faces criminal charges for multiple counts of fraud. Amazing. Amazing. It's done. All right. What else have we got here? What else have we got here? Tom C. Yes, there is. Ask Egberto anything tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central, 12 noon Eastern. Uh, and, you know, subtract the hours for all the other hours. Uh, let's see what else we got. Eric says 15, 150,000 Palestinians commute to Israel for jobs. What does that signal? If there is truly a two-state solution, would Hamas, who runs Gaza and Hezbollah, who runs West Bank, need to be removed first? 
How can Palestinians rely on terror organizations to run state and there be hope for peace? All I'm going to tell you, Eric, is go ahead and consider learning how Israel was formed. Learn about settlements in, in the West Bank. Learn all these issues. Learn about equity. Learn about uh, freedom. Learn about uh, empathy. Learn about uh, taking stuff that's not your own. There's a lot. There's a lot of things in here that when you massage it, uh, I think if you come out with the same type of ideas that you do, then there may be, then maybe you have a condition. All right, Bridge MCP says, for E2247 forcibly displaced uh, Sikopai people celebrate the return of their stolen land, a new ruling marks the first time an Ecuadorian court has ordered the return of land stolen from indigenous people. The November 24 decision by a three-judge panel of the Sucumbios Provincial, uh, Provincial Court of Justice gives Ecuador Ministry of Environment 45 days to hand over title to more than 104 thousand acres of land along the country's border with Peru. I wonder if all those guys who own all that land that they stole in West Texas are willing to give any of it back to the rightful owners and people who are living in abject poverty right now. You know, it's amazing, right? Because if we take a look at our own history, uh, a lot of things will come to, to, uh, to the realization that uh, you know, we don't have the moral authority to tell too many what to do about stolen land, et cetera, et cetera. What's your thoughts on that? I'll be curious. In fact, if anybody wants to call and talk about that, 281-823-7747. That is 281-823-7747. Bridge MCP says, first of all, Lee Grant says, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. How are you doing, brother uh, Grant? Bridge says, Egberto Willis dismay as... Uh, Mehdi Hassan, MSNBC and Peacock News show got canceled. Why? More recently, Hassan has been an outspoken critic of Israelis' bombardment and military assault of Gaza after the state declared war on the Palestinian territory controlling the militant group. Following Hamas mass murder attack on southern Israel on 7 October, earlier in November, he interviewed Mark Regev. Mark Regev is a character. He's a former ambassador, and uh, he's also an advisor to Netanyahu. That guy is utter evil, and the way he talks, he cares nothing about humanity. Mark Regev, senior advisor to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Israel former advisor, ambassador to UK, questioning Regev firmly on the high Palestinian civilian death, the Palestinian children that were killed by the Israeli military, and, and uh, related matters. Hassan asked, there are people your government has killed. You've killed children. You accept that, right? Or do you deny that? To which Regev replied, no, I do not. No, he does not. Regev is a character. You just look at him and he, 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 he aspirates evil. He aspirates evil. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Lemongrass, yes, I'm going to do that. Uh, Michael Rodney says, Mehdi Hassan provided one of the best shows on MSNBC, but it wouldn't be the first time MSNBC cut their hosts. Thank you, Kor. Keith Overman. And there was one other, uh, what's the name? He died. He had that show that I love. He was a workers. He was always in for the workers. There's another guy that got canned at MSNBC. And then he went to work for RT. Uh, all right. Let's see. Bruce Pollard says, I can't imagine what a civil war in the U.S. would look like. A civil war in the U.S. wouldn't look like a civil war in anywhere else, I don't think. It, because what it would be is all these folks that have these little weapons, right? That a ARs, uh, AR-15s and the uh, Molotov cocktails and a few grenades and some old storage stuff. I mean, it'll be it'll be bad, but I mean, I think as a country, most people don't really believe in civil war. I mean, even if they talk that way, now we have the crazies that are militias that they want to show how big their stuff is, and they may want to kind of exercise putting bullets into somebody until they start seeing what happens to their families, etc. 
So I don't know, Bruce. I, I don't think we are headed to civil war. I mean, at all. I really don't think so. Uh, let's see. Word in the Gaslight family, dog whistle. Yeah, we're going to talk about gaslighting and dog whistle in a little bit with uh, the mayor's race. And a lot of people, Ed Schultz, thank you for that, Michael. Ed Schultz, I used to love Ed Schultz, but he died. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, para ver, para ver, Lee Grant says, it, it may have started already. A Christmas tree lighting in New York City is disrupted by violent protesters. No, that is, look, don't mix up disruptions and disruptions with civil war. Civil war is another level altogether. We have protests and we shut down roads like crazy where it has national effect in Panama, like I explained yesterday. But we're nowhere close to that here in the United States. First of all, people work too damn hard. People also don't yet have the, the fighting spirit. Also, people have a tendency. Well, in America, the, the truth of the matter is we don't have it. We don't have that uh, raise up against authority kind of a stuff. We are we pretty much. And that's what's so dangerous. Americans will fall for a dictator, I think, quicker than many believe before they talk about civil war or anything like that. You know, that's just how we've been programmed over the t over time. Uh, Alyssa Waters says, love Meta Hassan's interview style. He doesn't take BS. Like, that's what I love about him. That's what I love about him. Hassan will be a quest on show. You know, I think I think if Hassan wants to put his own YouTube stuff and do his own thing, uh, his channel will be one of the largest channels ever. You know, I mean, he, he would be. But, you know, again, these guys have options. Note that they didn't let him go. And even if they let him go, they're probably going to give him a golden parachute and stop him from creating a show right away. You know, anyway, but let's go ahead and start. I tell you what, I'm going to start with Houston. I'm going to start with Houston and then we'll move on to the others. So, you know, there's a race for Houston mayor right now. And I found it quite upsetting, first of all, that. Too many of the uh, establishment Democrats don't understand what's going on. We have two establishment Democrats that are running, one for the mayorship in this election. The other one will be running in a primary in March. The district attorney, Kim Og, but we're not talking about Kim Og. We're talking about the mayor of Houston. And this particular person has been cozying up with Republicans, even though it's impossible to work with Texas Republicans, which means you pretty much have to go it on your own and force the law to work for you where you have to interact with the state. But that's not how uh, that's not how uh, Whitmer sees it. John Whitmer pretty much believes in capitulating to Republican rule. And he has a district attorney in Harris County who pretty much believes the same. We, but many of us activists here in Houston, we are pretty darn sure that if these guys could find a ironclad way after they get elected with Democratic votes to become Republicans, we think that is something they'll likely do, especially given that they're receiving a lot of negative press from rank from from a, a ranking file Democrats and activist Democrats. But I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. And if you are here in Houston and going to be voting for the mayor of Houston, I want to ask you kindly share these videos that we're going to be doing about both with Meyer and Sylvester Turner, because what Whitmire is doing right now, I don't know how many of you have ever heard of Lee Atwater. Lee Atwater was the guy who says it's no longer polite to use the N-word. But a lot of Americans, specifically white Americans, know what the N-word means in their context. And if you want to get their angst up, you know, you can say things in a manner that they consider only applicable to people they consider the N-word. And so you no longer use the N-word 
you use things that let people infer the N-word. And in a modified manner, that is what John Whitmire did here. And it, 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 it upsets me that many in the media didn't call him out, given that they have Sylvester Turner's record. Let's go ahead and play this, and then we'll take it on the other side. Dog whistles are most effective when they are used in narratives that seem to have very little to do with what the dog whistle is all about. So as uh, Whitmar, who's running for the mayor of Houston, is asked about diversity in Houston, he wants to make an attack on, well, not an attack. He wants the voter to think by going ahead and electing a black woman, you are likely, or I should say a black person, you are likely to see what this current black person who is, is holding the office of mayorship in uh, in Houston is doing with regards to all the different ethnicities that live in the city. But if that current mayor has done a good job in making sure that his administration is a diverse administration, what do you have to do? Misrepresent it. And not only misrepresent it, but also do it in a manner that seems like you are not, uh, you are, are writing above the fray. You're not implicating that Sheila Jackson Lee would do uh, <clears throat> what she would do, but you put the inference in people that says, but look at what Sylvester Turner did. And what you did to Sylvester Turner, the current mayor of Houston, is misrepresent what he's hired. It's a certain level of cynicism. It's a certain level of sinister. It's a sinister behavior because it shows what is within your character that you are willing to win a race by creating a false racialization where none should really exist. And, you know, this type of behavior should be, you know, I can understand if the average American non-political citizen listening to this don't get it. But the media is there and the media should immediately have seen what John Whitmire was doing out there. Oh, my chief of staff was Korean. My other person was this. And, and, and by the way, uh, Houston is a diverse city and look at city hall, look at the heads in city hall. Well, yeah, let's really look at all the heads at city hall and who they have been. Uh, Turner has been there for eight years. Right. Look at who and what they've been throughout these years, not just an instant in time. This is sinister and this speaks about character. Let's listen to how uh, Whitmar said it and then we'll take it on the other side. We brag about our diversity, rightfully so. We're the most diverse city in the nation, something to be proud of. I went to high school here, attended U of H. I've watched this beautiful transition. It's taken place as we gather here tonight. But City Hall does not represent that diversity. Look at the department heads. Pull them up. Google them. Look at who's running the city of Houston. It's not the Asian community. The Hispanic community is severely underrepresented. So let's practice what we're so proud of. Let's bring everyone together. Let's be in every community. Let's take care of those that need a voice at City Hall. I've got a record of longevity in my office. A Korean GG Lee has been my chief of staff in my district office for 17 years. Laura Wendler, my chief of staff in Austin, has been there 20 years. People want to work for me because we get things done. We do significant things. We don't just hand out proclamations and flags. We present results. I noticed that uh that Whitmar got some high-profile Latinos, and I don't—I didn't see any high-profile 
African-Americans, but some some African-Americans touting support for him. I tell you something that Whitmer did what he did in that little piece, even as some would not see it as sinister as it is, should point out that it's a slick operator that just like Kim Og wanted to show Republicans that she would somehow go after black voters the way she did that guy that was no build in Montgomery County. And then she went ahead and indicted uh, or attempted to indict him here in, in Harris County. The same behavior, a, a Democrat that should be progressive and looking out for progressive issues, actually making a play to work on, first of all, the sensibility of the majority class in general, but specifically on what, uh, uh, what some Republicans would say, ah, maybe that's an acceptable Democrat. Let's throw our weight behind this person. It is a sinister model. And I, I hope people understand exactly what's occurring here. Uh, Sylvester Turner did. We spend a lot of time. You know, um, uh, Sylvester Turner responded. Sylvester Turner at City Hall actually came out and responded. And I want to play that now because I think it's important that I play it right after you heard what this guy had to say. So check this out and then we'll continue on the other side. In a recent debate on uh, Fox 26, John Whitmire, who's currently running against Sheila Jackson Lee for mayor, attempted to do a rope a dope on on Sheila Jackson Lee using uh, our current mayor, Sylvester Turner. To be clear, both Sylvester Turner and Jackson Lee are black. There are two African-Americans. Now, you know the character of a person when they use this classic technique, which thankfully, Sylvester Turner saw it right away and called it out with a fairly, with a seven minute or so monologue at City Hall. But let me prep it for a bit. In effect, what Whitmire did was lied about uh, Sylvester Turner's record as far as who he hires to head departments. Whitmire, or rather, Sylvester Turner has been very open. Look, I am not necessarily a huge fan of Sylvester Turner. I'm not a huge fan of any of these what I call establishment politicians. But when it comes to diversity, Sylvester Turner made sure that his administration reflected Houston. The chief of police was Latino and, and uh, uh, the, the head of the uh, fire department, Latino, etc. He brings in people of all different ethnicities because that's who our city is. But of course, more recently, uh, the chief of police has been black. And what Whitmer was trying to do is highlight the heads of the divisions that, uh, that are currently getting a lot of attention, who turns out to be black, by then triangulating Sheila Jackson Lee into the discussion by saying, look at what this guy has done, who his heads are. You bring Sheila in, it's not going to represent the diversity that we have in Houston. After all, you know, I don't see Asians and and he starts to uh, create these identities that don't really reflect what Sylvester Turner has done throughout his administration. But an instant in time, right? It is a classic thing that is done by politicians 
who, while not necessarily racist themselves, understands that there's a certain racial angst within the population and they try to utilize it to so that when that person goes to vote, they think, uh, I have this little thing here and the racialization, the carnality comes out. It's a nasty move. And it's so subtle that if you don't understand these concepts, it is so subtle the way it is done that once again, often it works. Not this time. I love the way Sylvester Turner called it out. Check it out. As, and also calling out the media who has given Whitmire a pass for the dog whistles that he has been using throughout the campaign. Let's listen to Sylvester Turner. And then to talk about conflicts, my God. You want to talk about conflicts? I've been a lawyer at a major law firm. I've been a partner in another 32. I worked for my money. I've been to the courthouse. I've tried cases. I've had clients. I've consulted. I've worked and written briefs. I got paid what I did. Not just sit in an office and then wait for folk to come to you because you're in the Senate. And the media knows this, too. So when we start talking, looking at folk, are you, do people just look at me just because I'm sitting in this chair and the way I look? And we don't look at other folk and their conflicts? We don't talk about other people and their known conflicts. Is it just people like me that get evaluated? Just me? So you're going to let other people talk about conflicts? And he's been sitting there for 50 years and nobody wants to talk about his conflicts? Where's the equity in coverage? And let me just say, all of my life... My parents told me you have to dot every I, you have to cross every T, you have to stay clearly within the lines, you have to run faster, work harder, and be better. That's all my life my parents said that to me. But other folk can operate in their own little world with their own conflicts, and it's okay. It's all right. reason I'm bringing this up, the Chronicle wrote about it this morning. And then lastly, what I'm going to say, when I ran, every facet of my life, the media talked about me. When I, did, when I got a, a, a ticket for not having an inspection sticker, the media wrote about it. Every facet, everything was covered by the media. Here's somebody who's been sitting there for 50 years, and he gets a pass because he, it's, I guess it's all right. But dog whistles, I know a dog whistle. I know a dog whistle. Now, I'm not on the ballot. I need to focus on people on the ballot. But I am going to defend my record here at City Hall. Now, I'm going to do that. And quite frankly, after eight years, I shouldn't have to do that by myself. The media knows. I shouldn't even have to say it. Why do I have to say it when I've been here for eight years? And the media and everybody else have seen the people I have appointed. Almost on every boarding commission, we make sure that there's diversity. You all have seen them. Mm -hmm. On every board, commission, TERS, management district, we work hard to make sure there's diversity. Because that's a reflection of this city. So, disappointed with that. 
I'm through with it. Oh, and then let me just talk about Papa's since he brought that up too. So you want us to just give a contract because you like that person when they didn't score? And when it's gone through the court system, then the judge validated what the city did? So what's your plan? Undo everything and just give stuff away when you get here? Well, maybe to the extent he get here, maybe he will be able to be allowed to do it because I'm, I, number one, I don't want to do it, but I know I can't do it. But maybe he, if he gets here, maybe he'll be allowed to do it and it will be okay. Yesterday at the Georgia Brown, we had a um, male summit. We had about three to 400 young guys and trying to keep them on the straight and narrow. Tell them you can be all that your talent will allow you to be. But we also have to remind them, and it's important, life is not fair. And don't expect in so many ways to be treated fairly. That's a difficult lesson to tell young folk, but it's one they need to hear. Don't necessarily be expected to be treated fairly, but you still, as my mama would say, you still have to navigate through the system. And in many cases, you have to smile when you don't feel like smiling. And you have to laugh when you don't feel like laughing. Because if you come across as an angry person, then that's the clip that will be shown. So you have to smile when you don't feel like smiling. And oftentimes, you have to let things go mm -hmm. because people don't want to hear all of that. I've learned that. <clears throat> I'm 69 years old. I've learned that. But there comes a point in time, especially coming up at the last part of my term as mayor for eight years, I've held a whole lot in. But these sort of attacks coming at the end, I won't let go. I won't do that because there's somebody coming after me. And collectively, we've worked hard to move this city in the right direction and to hold this city together. And you can be, you can run, but there are certain things you don't have to do. And you don't have to give dog whistles in order to gain an advantage. And we need to call it when we see it, because otherwise it may be on this side today, but it'll happen to somebody else down the road. Let me tell you something, right? Uh, people, uh, many times the current Democratic Party would want, want one to b b make believe that the Republican, that the Democratic Party is this inclusive party, which, in, which is what its tenets represent. But many of the of the establishment actors within the party and inclusive, many of the ones who consider themselves progressives within the party generally are poor representatives of what diversity really means. They know how to articulate and talk about it. I've, I've written articles about what has happened to yours truly at several progressive conferences throughout the country. And I've, I've spoken about sometimes even getting better treatment in conservative circles because they want to show me that, you know what, don't listen to all what progressives say about us. But again, Whitmire, we've been talking about Whitmire being a pseudo Republican for a long time, a pseudo and, and what that represents as a policy and he proves it every single time he proves it every single time he talks about being able to work with austin as if you can work with austin 
you have to simply work alongside all. You cannot bring these people into the fold because they are beyond the fold. I am so happy that Sylvester Turner addressed it the way that he did. All right. And, and I, wanted, I want to address Lee uh, Grant because what Lee Grant, uh, Lee Grant doesn't have an understanding of what occurred there. Lee Grant maybe doesn't understand the Lee Water methodology, Lee Atwater methodology. Here's the deal. Lee says, what if you are white, not a racist, have a black friend and a Korean employee? How is it racist to mention those things? That's not racist at all. Nothing that I said uh, Im would imply that because he has these uh, a Korean uh, person working for him, and but understand how Lee Wat Atwater sets this stuff up. This is what this is what Whitmire did. Whitmire says we are a diverse city. Then he moves on and he says we should start acting like it. My own administration, as, se as a state senator, I employ a Korean, I employ a Latino, employ blacks in my, in my domain. Then he tells, he tells uh, folks, look at the police chief and look at, the, look at who Sylvester Turner employs. Look it up. But he also give you a tease of who it would be, given the impression that black guy goes ahead and moves black folks forward in his administration. He knows, like Atwater always says and knew, most people are not going to go ahead and do deep research. So he knows that by putting it out there, that just maybe Sylvester Turner who you see often with his black police chief may have head. He, he, he wants to give the implication that Houston is a diverse city. You see who uh, you see Sylvester Turner with his chief all of the time. That's a black guy. And he makes sure and talk about Asians and all these other people. And then wanting to give the implication to Latinos, to Asians and others that this black mayor isn't inclusive and by inference remember he's not running against sylvester turner but he's running against another black person so the idea is to reflect what is occurring on on sylvester turner onto sheila jackson lee it's the classic operation that not even my brother lee Atwater, lee grant gets right because you don't have to get it lee you see, what we know is that there are certain white people, certain Latino people, certain black people, certain of all these folks who, when the, when the calculations work in their minds and they'd start tying these things together, the idea that Whitmire wanted to tie in your mind is that this a, a black mayor is looking out for black people and not looking out for the city at large, which is completely opposite to how Sylvester Turner has always operated. Even when he was a person in Congress, he was always super inclusive. It's the dynamics of the Lee Atwater methodology in operation. Okay. And I've, I found that extremely upsetting. And the other person that does that is Kim Og. When Kim, when, when the black guy, who uh, they attempted to accuse of voting illegally because he had a felony was no build in Montgomery County, which is a county that our <clears throat> corrupt district attorney took him to because he figured he have a better chance of convicting him and he couldn't get there either. Kim Og took the case up. A Democrat took the case up. It was an attack so that Republicans can see that this Democratic uh, district attorney will go after black people. It is amazing how the Atwater effect has worked with our quote unquote moderate establishment Democrats. And that is what I need. Every single uh, Democrat 
and fair Republican around Houston to understand. Because let me tell you what's about to happen. Our turnout had 17% turnout for our city election. And it's likely going to be much lower for the runoff. And we have a lot of at-large candidates. All the at-large candidates that are Democrats, they got the majority of the votes, followed by uh, Republicans. But the idea is that since our John, John Whitmire, our Democratic, there are two Democrats running for mayor, but one of them is really trying to uh, to see how Republican he can be. And he's going out with all the Republican stars in the county, in the city. And the goal is to maximize the Republican vote to overperform given a low performance election. So what I'm telling a lot of Democrats, independents and otherwise out there is that Houston, all the at-large runoffs, if Whitmer gets his way, will be MAGA. And Whitmer himself will then, again, uh, you know, I don't even know if he'll remain a Democrat. So we are at the cusp of turning this city over to, uh, to MAGA, not because it's a MAGA city, but because of sheer apathy and the idea that we are so democratic, we can't lose. The fact of the matter is if we keep things the way they are, we're about to lose it all. We worked hard to turn not only Houston blue, but the entire damn county blue. And sitting down and doing nothing is the most ridiculous thing one uh, our our people could do. All right, Bridge MCP says, Egberto, what we knew two months ago and spoke of finally came out about Netanyahu's planning this year ago. Why is the media just addressing it now? Because again, that is what happens. They allow all the crazies to happen first, right? In other words, they 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 don't want to stop the initial big attack that Net, that um, Netanyahu is going to do. Now Netanyahu is committed in 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 Gaza. He has a whole lot of equipment there. We're not going to let them sit down there and get snipered away. So we're going to continue to fund them killing Palestinians. Unfortunately, we're going to continue to have them funding Palestinians, the, the debts of Palestinians. Uh, Texas Blue Bonnet says, shame on Whitmer for acting out, lashing at our retiring mayor who has given so much of this, himself to the city. And uh, we also have. Um, Michael Rodden says, Egberto Lee Grant knows exactly what he's doing. See, uh, see learning, a subtle form of trolling involving bad faith questions. You disingenuously frame your conversation as a sincere request to be enlightened, placing the burden of educating your entirely on the other party. If your bait is successful, the other party may engage, painstakingly laying out their logic and evidence in the false hope of helping someone learn. In fact, you're attempting to harass or waste the time of the other party and have no intention of truly entertaining their point of view. Instead, you react to each piece of information by misrepresenting it or requesting further clarification at nauseum. The name Sealanin comes from a Wondermark strip. I spent five minutes asking polite questions, Sealanin him into hours of writing until he got exasperated and told me to F off. But the reason why um, I had questions on this one, because the truth is on this one, uh, uh, Rudnin, people who don't know uh, Atwater politics, it, it sounded innocuous the way, the way uh, Whitmer did it. It was, it was done in one of the better ways that I've seen it done. The Atwatering, uh, the Lee Atwatering of, of uh, using, uh, appealing to people's uh, racial angst. It was so well done. And as it turns out, I'm going to miss the window to do the New York Times piece that I did um, at KPFT, but I'll, it's linked. It's it's going to be linked in my, um, it's going to be linked in the blog for the program. But yeah, I don't, I, that one, I didn't notice that I've been ignoring a lot of the, the trolling uh, as per what I was instructed to do by many of you. Uh, but there are some of them that I, I want to make sure to address because it serves a bigger purpose than the person asking the question, but to the larger audience at large. And remember, we get 
several when we add up the singles that i do out of this as well the one minute clips we get several hundred thousands between tiktok instagram uh news break uh, uh and all the the other platforms including the podcast platform so I try to make sure to be as complete as possible. All right, Texas Blue Bonnet says, do you think Whitmer will do anything about the water problems in the uh, most vulnerable areas? Of course not. No, he will only play to the money donated to him by the corporate thugs. You're absolutely right. Michael say, yeah, I'm only replying once or twice per show. Don't give them ear. Star the trolls. Amen, my brother. Eric says Turner has been bad for Houston. Uh, it, they, Turner has been so bad for Houston that economically speaking, we did, we are doing so well. So if he's bad for Houston, Turner, please, for the time that you have left, please keep being bad. And who, uh, and when, 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 uh, uh, Lee, Lee Jackson comes in, she'll continue building on the city. Uh, Bree says, so glad you're ignoring, um, the point of leaving show or not engaging. Nope, I don't want you leaving the show. You are integral to this show, Bridge. That's why I listen to what the advice the people who make this show make all the time. Nope, Bridge, if I have to fly up to New York to get you back on board, I will. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. I don't have enough time to do the other articles. So if anybody wants to call in, uh, 281-823-7747. I feel a sneeze coming on. I'm trying to hold it back. Uh, 281-823-7747. Uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, woo. It's amazing. Eric says, leave. Eric says, leave. Eric, how could you say leave to the woman who has been ex uh, admiring your physique? That shows you there's something wrong with you, my brother. Where is the, where is the love, man? Texas Blue Bonnet says, I have a feeling, Kathy. Whitmer never accepted all the corporate cash that her brother has. I don't know. Uh, I whoa, wait a minute. You, you know something? Is uh is I didn't know that Whitmer was Kathy Whitmer's brother. Wow. Are you serious? I didn't uh, correct me if I don't if, if I'm wrong about saying that Texas Blue Bunnet. E2247 says Egberto, thank you for your effort. But let's go ahead and talk to my beautiful Alistair Waters. How are you doing, Alistair? Hey, brother, I'm good. I just, I, I made a comment about how the water situation in Conroe and Montgomery County is also bad. And you can't get much more Republican than Montgomery County. Thank you. Just, you know, just it, it say is, it. Just got to put it out there. But, you know, it, it's funny that you said that, right? Because Texas, the state in general, is going through a massive water problem from the drought, but also Huge. because of poor management, right? And not only that, we've sold a lot yeah. of our water table to, uh, I don't remember the name of the billionaire that started to, you know, yeah. So it, it is ridiculous yeah, that we talk about that. We are trying to commercialize water. It, it, think about this, yeah. uh, Bridge. We, I mean, not Bridge, uh, Alistair, we are trying we are trying to make water just like gasoline or some other entity. We have got to get progressives yep. in power so that we don't do that. You know, there, it's also illegal. I'm not sure about here in Texas. In many places to collect rainwater, you can't collect yes. rainwater from your roof. You can't. Think about that. To water your garden. Think about that. Now, I... They, they, they have my, and I do know at least you can have like an anaerobic septic system. Right. But right. as far as collecting rainwater, which last I knew, I, cause it's free from the heavens. Maybe that's why we can't collect it. Well, yeah, I know. In other words, we have to capitalize on everything, but I'll be damned if I, if I am making any changes to my house and I get a tank, I bet no, I want to see who's going to stop me from collecting rainwater. And you know, I want to see who's right. going to stop me from collecting rainwater. It's so ridiculous. These, yeah. these, the darn, these darn people. Anyway, what else is up? Anything yeah. else you want to tell me, my dear, beautiful lady? Nothing else. 
nothing else other than brother you need to hydrate and put the link for the asking bear to up yes i i'm going to put that link up again and, and notice i tell you you guys give me energy because i feel like s-h-i-t yeah. right now but just listening and talking and answering questions it's like hey the energy comes as soon as i get off i'm gonna be in deep caca crash <laughs> crash and burn baby i'm yep, gonna crash and burn girl the water Anyway, I'll talk Push to you guys. Water, brother. I will. Whoever comes to ask Egberto anything tomorrow, here is the link in the chat. It, it's politicsdoneright.com slash ask Egberto. Politicsdoneright.com slash ask Egberto. Sign up. It's free, folks. Come on in and come on our Zoom. We'll send you a Zoom link and we'll talk to you. Thank you for calling in, Alistair. Hey, y'all have a good one. Take care, right. y'all. Stay safe Take and care. blessed. Bye-bye. All right, folks, that was Alistair calling in. Great to hear her voice. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Who else want to call in uh, to burn up these next four minutes of time? Anybody else want to call and say, Egberto, 281-823-7747. 281-823-7747. Remember, Bruce told me several months ago that I needed to get the phone line integrated into the system. And I listened to my supporters. When you guys say we need something, we do it. And I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. I'm holding it back. I'm holding it back. Anyway, give me a call. Give me a call. 281-823-7747. If I don't get a call in the next one minute, I'm going to close the show down and go ahead and sneeze. 281-823-7747. Anyway, folks, I thank you guys for being here. Um, we couldn't do this show without you. Please support the show. How can you support the show? Please go to politicsunright.com slash support. Politicsunright.com slash support is the way you support the show. Please consider subscribing, becoming a paid subscriber of our newsletter. Here it is politicsunright.com slash newsletter, politicsunright.com slash newsletter. If you become a paid subscriber, you get to read all of my books, my five books currently for free, and all subsequent books will be placed on my Substack as well. Uh, so please give us a call, 713-526-5757. What am I saying? I just was about to give you the KPFT number. Anyway, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.